What's going on, gamers? It's your boy, Diggs Gaming. Welcome back to All Functions Gaming News. And yeah, we had a lot of stuff happen, and we're not going to talk about everything that happened. So no, we are not going to talk about the debacle that was Amazon apparently going to buy EA, but that didn't happen. And we're not going to talk about a few other things that happened, but we do have a lot of good stuff to talk about. Joining me tonight is KB Hunting. Hi, guys. And I'm back, <laughs> Sir Meliodas. <laughs> okay, be okay, before we start, KB, what do you have to say for the modder that got banned for removing the Pride Flags and Spider-Man Remastered PC? Good riddance. Like, we don't need that energy in the community, period. Couldn't have said it better myself. All right. I know. Gamescom happened this week. Don't worry. We're going to talk about that. We're going to talk about that at the end. First thing I want to talk about is Diablo oh, 4. Wait, 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 wait. He was that butthurt that he noticed it was a pride flag in Spider-Man PS4. He took it out because I never noticed it was a pride flag in that. I mean, he was searching for it just to take yeah. it out. I never um, noticed it either. So that's, wow. yeah, that was a new one for me. Anyway, as I was saying... We're going to start off with Diablo 4, and we got some news from it that we're not going to see loot boxes in the game. But what Activision is going to do is they're going to use season passes like Blizzard is doing now with Overwatch. Thank God we are not going to see loot boxes in Diablo. Thank God. Or actually Blizzard. I'm sorry. Diablo is made by Blizzard. My bad. My bad. <laughs> what is what the do you guys season have to pass say? any better? Like, uh, I mean... I wouldn't have bought the loot boxes anyway, so... Yeah, yeah to be fair. I'm not a huge loot box person. You so. guys aren't, but other gamers would have. Let's be honest True. with ourselves. I mean, it, it's a good thing that we're starting to see loot boxes go away after the whole debacle with EA and the Battlefront 2. Yep. And pretty much the government getting involved in it. And I was about having... to say, um, the European Union banned the loot boxes, like, altogether banned them because it's considered gambling. Sony has not had a good week, and I'm not talking about the thing that I know mm -hmm. you guys are going to want us to talk about. We're going to talk about that later. But PlayStation is also facing a £5 billion lawsuit for allegedly ripping off customers in the UK. Now, before, before we start hating on them, Let's understand what this lawsuit is about. Mainly their gripe is, and this is kind of weird, the fact that uh, PlayStation takes a 30% cut of games that were put on the PlayStation Store, which from what I understand is the, sta is the uh, industry standard. Right. And this lawsuit was introduced by consumer rights companion uh, Alex Neal that, said, that claimed that Sony is in breach of competition law by demanding a cut of every purchase made on the PlayStation store and that players in the UK have been overcharged for digital purchases by 5 billion pounds in US terms that's 5.9 billion and what they're trying to get is that each person is entitled from anywhere between 67 and 562 pounds damage in damages i don't understand where they're coming from from this this just seems weird. Right. I mean, it's the industry standard. And of course, PlayStation is going to take a cut of the price of the stuff that's put on the PlayStation store. It's the same thing with Microsoft. It's the same thing with the Epic Games Store. It's the same thing with Steam. It, it just doesn't make sense to me. It right. It kind of doesn't. Sony's not the one that sets the prices on the store. 
that's the those are the gaming companies that set the price. I know Sony, I know Sony yeah. is in the gaming industry, but I mean uh the publishers and the developers, they're the ones that set the price, not Sony. Right. So that's just weird. Yes, me. Uh Meliodas, you're quiet. What do you think? Every I want my pounds. Uh I don't know. This 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 odd. Could it have been charging 30% and taking more? Who knows? We don't know what's going on behind the scenes. So right. Like there could be something like deep in the lawsuit that just hasn't been brought yeah. to light yet. Yeah, that's but why this is, is the main fact that they put out there that it's a thirty percent cut is just really suspicious. Yeah, it it really is because again, this is a standard practice, and not just in the video game industry, basically anywhere. I mean, you're going to take a cut. Physical, like where you buy physical copies, they mark it up because they're providing you the service. Yeah. Of buying, like going to the store and buying it. it. It just seems weird. Yeah. Again, we don't have all the information, but from what we're hearing here, it just doesn't seem like this is going to go far. But again, maybe we just don't know enough. In a PlayStation production news, we found out that a, another PlayStation IP is going made into a movie, and we got our first look at the Last of Us TV show. Let's start with The Last of Us. Now, we got a quick 30-second uh, clip. It was from HBO showing off basically all the stuff that they have, and they ended it with a quick teaser for The Last of Us. And from what we saw, it definitely looks like it has the feel of the game. Definitely. It definitely looks like it does. And the actor that's playing Joel, I do not have his name up right now. I apologize. I should. That's my bad. He was in Game of Thrones, though, wasn't he? Might have been. Might have been, but lead character in Mandalorian. True. That's yeah, it. That that's right. That's right. He's the main character of Mandalorian. Yeah, he definitely looks the part. Definitely has that Joel look to him. And we saw the first glimpse at Ellie as well. Also Sarah. Yeah, it definitely looks like the feeling that you have of the game, which is a depressing uh sense of hopelessness at times. Definitely has that feeling to it. Definitely. Now, as for the IP that's getting turned into a movie, it's Gravity Rush. Yeah, Gravity Rush is being made into a movie. And to say that people were shocked is an understatement. Now, Gravity Rush, the game, the original game came out on the Vita. Then there was a remaster for the PlayStation 4. And then a sequel came out also for the PlayStation 4. I'm not exactly sure how this is going to work as a movie. And I'm not entirely sure. I believe it's going to be live action, but I'm not... But don't quote me on that. I don't know if they officially said if it's live action or like animation. If it's an animated film, I think that could work. But live action, I don't know if that would. Yeah, I feel like too many video game to like movie adaptations are live action. And that's why it just has this entire feeling of offness to it. Resident Evil, Dragon Ball Evolution, Street Fighter, Mortal Kombat, Monster Hunter, Mortal Kombat. Even though the first two were actually pretty okay. Uh, the first oh, one speaking, was actually Oh, speaking of good. Resident Evil, did you hear that the Netflix show got canceled? It should have never been made. Yeah. Oh, also, also in PlayStation Productions, uh, Twisted Metal has completed filming a season one. We got news from that. Also, we got news from PlayStation VR 2. So a bunch of uh, PlayStation accounts last week had shown that PlayStation VR 2 was coming out in early 2023, which is what everybody expected. Nobody expected it to come out of a holiday this year. So everybody was expecting early 2023. But the interesting part is the main PlayStation account never tweeted it. Like every other PlayStation account tweeted it except the main one. 
Interesting. Yeah, that that was the weird one. You would think that the main one would have tweeted out first and then all the other ones would. Yeah. Or the other ones tweeted out first and then later the main one. I never saw a uh I never saw an announcement from the main one. I only saw it from mm-hmm. I think I first saw it from the uh UK one. So yeah, that's weird. Yeah. That it's even just like the UK one is the first to announce. Well, that's the first one I saw. I don't know if that was the first mm-hmm. one. I think all of them were at the same time, but still, it's it's yeah. so weird the fact that the main one uh, was a, was either announced or it never got announced, and yet the others were announced first. It's still very weird, but still, uh, PlayStation VR two. So now we have a release window for it. And one other thing with PlayStation VR two, we're gonna get our first look at that at the Tokyo Game Show. Yeah, so they're gonna show off some gameplay from uh, Resident Evil Village. And that you're going to be able to have a uh, be able to play that in PlayStation VR too. So we're going to start to get some firsthand experiences from that. So that's going to be pretty interesting. Now for the news that we were waiting for. And KB, you know exactly what I'm talking about. Yup. Sony is increasing the price of the PlayStation 5 in basically everywhere except the USA. So KB, why don't you start this off? It's just, it's a bad take, isn't it? It's just, it's a bad take, especially because uh, Microsoft uh, and Nintendo, I believe, both have been like, yeah, it's not because of inflation. Inflation isn't that bad. We're not going to be increasing our prices. So now PlayStation just kind of looks pretty stupid to have gone out and announced this and greedy, to be fair. Well, actually, that is not entirely true. The value of the US dollar is strong. But over in Japan, uh, the value of yen has not been good lately. So the PlayStation launched, PlayStation 5 sure. launched in November of 2020. The yen traded at about uh, 105 yen against the US dollar. Mm-hmm. But as early as June, the currency has been below 130 yen to the dollar. So their production mm-hmm. cost has increased in terms of yen. And again, the company is based in Japan. True. Like, but I this is, it, but I, I still don't think this is a good idea. And I, I'm sorry, I cut you off, but no, I right. just got to say this. Because I didn't hear that part. So, yeah. So they're ripping themselves off. Dun, dun, dun. Right. But isn't Nintendo like also? Like- but the difference is the Nintendo Switch has been the same price since its launch they never dropped the price of the nintendo switch that's been out for five years now so uh, you don't even to see the, why they don't even drop the price of the first party games yeah they don't yeah nintendo never yeah. drops their prices so, so if they would increase them i mean they would look even as, worse yeah they would look even worse than playstation or sony and I know a lot of people are going to blame Jim Ryan for this, but in my opinion, I don't think he has say on how much the PlayStation 5 costs. I was about to say, definitely not him by himself. There's yeah. probably a committee. Yeah. I would think that's more the financial team over at Sony. So before mm-hmm. anybody jumps to Jim Ryan, this is probably not him. It's probably like his bosses or his boss's bosses or whatever else you want to say. Yeah. But still, this is not a good look for Sony. Especially with Microsoft saying that they're not going to increase the price of the Xbox Series X, S. The only thing that can save Sony now, the supposed showcase and them just showing off great games. Mm-hmm. And the fact that it's not getting an increase in the U.S., which is where they sell most of their consoles anyway. 
Yeah. So the people in the U.S. are not going to get affected by this. And in my opinion, I don't think this price is going to stay increased for very long because they're just going to get hit with so much criticism for it. And I would suspect as late as mid next year, the price is going to go back to normal or get a price cut if if Microsoft decides to cut the price of the Xbox Series XS, which we could see because we do have the rumored uh, like pro consoles for both sides. Right. And those, a lot of people are, would expect to get announced either next year or the year after. So yeah, Sony really just took a hit PR-wise on this. They really did. Yeah. And I don't think it was actually, and I don't think it was just a PlayStation 5 that increased in price. I think they increased other um, stuff that they make. Mm-hmm. Because again, you have the value of the yen going down, but the value of the dollar has been has been strong. It's still strong. Now you would think Microsoft would be just jumping up and down and making sure that they don't do anything stupid. Well, guess what Phil Spencer did? He was talking about NFTs and crypto in gaming. Okay, so before anybody panics about what I'm about to talk about, let me start by saying this. Phil Spencer, the Microsoft gaming CEO, has said that he still feels cautious about NFTs and uh, play-to-earn game mechanics, but he's not going to write them off entirely. He's not going to write off NFTs entirely. So this is specifically what he said. Play-to-earn specifically is something I am cautious about. It creates a worker force out of players for certain players to monetize. To be fair to us, the game industry has existed for years and years. There have been gold farmers, people who literally just spend their time doing manual tasks in a game to accrue some currency that they could then sell to some other rich player for real money. So that player doesn't have to spend their time. But now you find games that are starting to build their economy to the game itself. So that didn't really answer a whole lot. But then he went on to say... I think sometimes it's a hammer looking for a nail when these technologies come up, but the actual human use or player use in this case of these technologies, I think there are some interesting things. He's saying that he is still cautious about it, but it could be something they look towards down the line. It's a little confusing, but I think- Still a bad look. Yeah, yeah. It's not as bad as what- you may think when you hear this, and really, when I first heard this, I thought, what the heck is he going on about? But now I kind of get what he's saying. But still, at the moment, NFTs just don't belong in games right now. I also, mean, and pay to play is not good either. No, no. Uh, and, and he said that specifically. Game? He said yeah. that specifically. That's still not a good thing. And Minecraft, uh, the creators of Minecraft have stated that they are not going to be in Minecraft. And Phil Spencer actually doubled down on this, that he does not want Minecraft to get involved with anything explicitive. And yeah, exploitative. Huh? Exploitative. Exploitative. Thank you. Sorry. Sorry. Sometimes I struggle with pronouncing words. That's my bad. I do. Microsoft, NFTs. Good, 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 good. Nah. No. No. (laughs) Yeah, I think... I think we can all agree with that. I mean, it's the same thing I said when Sony was giving out questionnaires that was talking about NFTs. I mean, just don't do it. Just don't do it. Just don't do it right now. I mean, first of all, the market's not good for NFTs. Second of all, they are entirely 
you really can't like control it. Yeah. Like there's no way to control it. Yeah. Basically uh, one wrong person takes advantage of this and you're going to have a whole bunch of people follow suit. Yep. And that's also what he talked about as well. This is just something where eh, if Sony did not announce the uh, PlayStation 5 price increase, this might be taken a little more seriously. Might. I'm not entirely sure. But as of right now, I mean, it does look like it's just a minor thing because basically what I'm getting from this, Microsoft's not doing anything with NFTs, but maybe in the future they will if they feel like it's worth it. Right. Okay. Moving on. Saints Row came out. And I think we all saw it coming. I think everybody saw this coming. The game got mixed reviews. Meliodas, I see your hand up. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. The floor is yours. <laughs> what is this abomination they call Saints Row? First of all, it's utterly disrespectful to the very first game. That's like, the, you ever see the Thing remake? And they called it The Thing, but it was utterly worse than the actual Thing movie. You can't do a remake and call it Saints Row, and it's nothing to do with the Saint. They're not gangsters. They're not robbing anything. They're not. It's uh, it's like you're trying to convince me that the dude in Watch Dogs 2 was a killer. And he was killing people. No, this is not Saints Row. Violation, volition, whatever you call yourselves. You're going to go bankrupt again. I hope you do. Hope you learned your lesson because this is not Saints Row. And I told, I told Diggs Gaming that I said, I'm not going to pre-order this. I'm not going to pre-order this. I'm going to wait till it comes out. It came out and it's utterly a disaster. Did you even pick it up at all? No. I, I, no, I didn't <laughs> give it a dime. I mean, we called it. I mean, we called, well, specifically you called it. From the first trailer, I knew it was going to be terrible. It's just a broken, buggy, unex, unexpired remake of a cash grab, which is actually terrible. They thought they did something with this remake and they did. They, 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 they yet again did not listen to the fans. The fans said from Saints Row 4, we don't want no superhero mumbo jumbo mess. And they, oh, okay. Then they go out and do Ages of Mayhem, which is supposed to be a spiritual successor, hit in a distant future for Saints Row and that flopped. So I don't understand what they were trying to do with this remake or reboot, whatever you call it. It didn't work. Okay, so we're going to move on to another sequel of a popular game franchise that actually looks like they're doing something good. Pokemon Scarlet and Violet. KB and I just took a look at the latest trailer. It was mm -hmm. uh, the competitive game trailer or competitive play trailer, my bad. And we got some new information like we got a new Pokemon, which KB, it does look like it's the pre-evolved form of the Dragon Legendaries, right? It does. And I'm kind of like, kind of excited for it, kind of disappointed almost in it. I, I did see it mentioned in a couple of TikToks and like other people talking about Pokemon games. Um, legendaries are actually kind of getting um, disappointing, unfortunately. They're used to go on like these massive treks across the entire region to find them or like have to like do these really cool missions and quests to find like the Reggies and like Ruby, Sapphire, and Emerald. You're just getting handed legendaries now. Like these are supposed to be gods. But we also saw a new move. I don't know what to call it. It, it Basically, it looks like the Pokemon switches out 
basically replaces itself with a doll and then replaces itself with another Pokemon from your party. Yeah. And that's the best way I can describe it. And, and I don't cool. know if I should be kind of, what? Or kind of, ooh. <laughs> <laughs> I was about to say, like, it definitely looked cool. And, like, because it's based on, like, a lizard, lizards drop their tails. Yeah. To get away from prey. I can oh. see it. Oh. And then we got to see more of the, uh, the what is it called? I keep forgetting what it's called. The Terra, Terra version yeah yeah so we got to see a little more of that and i'm really liking this i'm really liking what this is and basically basically the type change with a pokemon with certain pokemon i really like and then and then what you see is each type has its own unique that they have that thing i don't know exactly what they're calling it the little hat yeah i guess that's what we can call it but I, yeah, I don't think that's Scar what it's actually going to be called, but... Yeah. Let's just call it that for now until we get the official word of what it's actually called. Right. But yeah, I'm really getting excited about this game. I really am. I can't wait till it comes out. Yeah, I'll be playing that day one, you. <laughs> no, I'm going to buy it for Christmas. Okay, that's fair. That's fair. All right, with all that out of the way, let's now get into Gamescom. And I will admit, I am surprised that it didn't suck it yeah was, it wasn't terrible yeah there were still some questionable moments there but overall i'm gonna give it a b minus jeff Keighley did a pretty good job and he had a lot of variety in games it just it wasn't just you know first person shooters and uh indie titles it was a good mix of what people like so it looks like jeff is listening to what people are saying or maybe just more game companies want to you know, show off their games at his events. I mean, that could that could have been another reason why we saw what we saw at his at some of True. the events of his. I'll, I'm really looking forward to that. Um, the game called Where Wins Me. That looks very nice. I know it, yes. it looks it it it's like Ghost Shima, but it's based in China, not Japan. That's and be really nice. yeah, it definitely looks like it's gonna be very good. And I'll tell you what, they had the perfect game to end with. Let's After start with that eight prolonged agonizing where is dead island 2 after eight years we finally get a release date and we get a gameplay trailer and we get gameplay it looks amazing i really like the character they showed up i really do it's like and he's one of what she, she said six characters six. that you can six. choose from so yeah this dead island 2 it definitely looks like it's gonna be it just a fun zombie killing uh, spree, <laughs> and and then I, I think from have you I think from the way they showed the trailer, it's like an open world type of like sandbox to where I you're think gonna, that's what they said too. It's gonna be an open yeah. world sandbox. You're gonna run into like other players online just hacking and slashing against zombies. So yeah, that'd be pretty. That'd be pretty fun. I mean, from the last game they showed off to the first game they showed off everywhere. That looks too ambitious. And KB yeah. and I were talking about that earlier. She was comparing it to No Man's Sky. It could. It could be a No Man's Sky situation at launch. It, everybody remembers No, Man, no Man's Sky's launch. It was right. terrible. One of the worst launches back. of uh, the last decade. And everything. Yeah. I mean, the game has gotten better over time, but it still has not shaken that first launch. It still has not shaken yeah. that at all. 
But then the second game they showed off was the Dune game. And mm-hmm. I am not shocked with the new movie that they are making a new Dune game because it's worked in the past. True. Granted, it was a strategy game, not a um, MMO, but still, that was a very well-made game back in the day. Dune 2 specifically is one of the greatest sequels of all time, from what I hear, and actually lay the groundwork for strategy games to come. Is this one going to be a strategy game? No, it's going to be an MMO. Uh, it's open Survival world. MMO. Okay, the th- now, PlayStation was there, which we were shocked by because PlayStation had announced that they weren't going to be there, but they were there to show off that DualSense Pro Controller that had been rumored for so long, and it's called the DualSense Edge. And Nelly Otis, I'm going to turn it to you because you were talking about the comparisons between that and the Xbox Elite. So why don't you take over for this? So it looks like uh, Sony is finally dipping their, their feet into the Elite controller. Um, it, looks, it, looks, it looks good. I like the, the, the way you can take the, um, the analog sticks and stuff out. The triggers are swappable. I think the face plates are swappable as well. Like you can do different colors. Um, it looks pretty promising. Don't know the price range of it. Yeah, we do not know about that yet, but it's probably going to be in line with the other Elite. What's the Xbox Elite controller? How much does that Elite cost? It's like the way Xbox Elite 2, I think is 200 If not like one something, it's close to the 200 Yeah, so, so it's probably going to be close to that. I wouldn't think they'd go too far over that or even go over that at all. Now, one thing is the, like the back pedals or the back buttons Mm -hmm. and people were talking about that and that it only has two where a lot of other controllers that you would see have four. Do you have a problem with that? No, because like I said, um, not a lot of people use those. They don't use the extra, don't use the extra, um, the paddles. They might, let's say you play on Call of Duty a lot, you might just use one paddle and bind it to like, the reload button so it's quicker so you don't have to move your thumb or anything i don't think everyone's going to use on the uh, elite controller especially the new one that they're going to use all paddles so the two should be good enough did you mention that you can uh, adjust the layout on the controllers as well that you can customize the layout on certain buttons did you mention that i forgot Um, because you can do that as well which is pretty cool as well um, so you can change i think you can change the face plates too right Yeah. yeah yeah Yeah, but I mean, you can change like the layout and like customize it. So like uh, the certain buttons that you would normally oh, press, you yeah. can change. You can have the D-pad yeah. down here and the analog stick like an Xbox controller. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now for a game that I know JoJo specifically is very excited for, the Calisio Protocol. No, I'm excited for that. <laughs> I know you're excited for that too, but JoJo was very excited for that. And don't yes. worry, guys, we'll get JoJo back on here one day. Don't worry. But... The Calisio Protocol, this is made by, what was it, the original developer of Dead Space. Mm-hmm. And it, it definitely has that Dead Space feel to it. The it original developer is. of Dead Space, semi-Dead Space 2, then after they left, because EA was like, yeah, we're going to do Dead Space 3 this way. And they were like, yeah, we're not going to do it that way because it's stupid. So we we're out and we're taking our good people with us. So <laughs> this is going to be a very bloody good game. Uh. And that was not a pun. He means it's there's going to be a lot of blood in it. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Hogwarts Legacy, we got another trailer for that. And every time I see Hogwarts Legacy, the more and more hype that I get for it. Oh my God, I cannot wait for this game to come out. It just looks like it's going to be 
very, very good. And they are just doing a very good job with this game and all the things that you can do with it. Oh my God. <laughs> I am, I am so surprised sad. that they're letting you choose the dark arts. Like I get it, but that they're specifically allowing you to use unforgivable curses is that's what makes them. That's what makes them interesting to use. Come on. I, yeah, on. everybody I like- wants to walk on the dark side every now and then don't, don't yeah. pretend like you don't. I don't. Oh, that's <laughs> no, a lie. I, that's a bold faced lie. No, I don't. I feel bad when I do it too much, though. Like, I don't think I could do it for like a full playthrough. That's I'm not going to get the game, though. Like, I even could. with all the cool bells and whistles. I was completely, I was completely evil in the Fable games. <gasps> yeah. It's so easy to be bad in video games but it's so hard to be good in video let's look at gta are you going to drive stop at the stoplights on gta no, that's a good gonna, point that's a good you're going to run them so if you have the chance to be bad in your video games you're going to i'm, I'm going to take bad all the time so. yeah but like there's some things where i'm like drawing the line like even in so the witcher 3 that i've been playing um i just picked awesome it up again game, yeah it's an awesome game but like there are some choices where I'm like, there is no good outcome. Like there's just slaughter one person or slaughter many, or these people are going to kill this person. And I don't agree with his beliefs, but also he hasn't done anything bad. So I can't kill him. And now, oh my God, these five other people are fighting me. And I just killed five innocent, quote unquote, innocent people. But where games are like, you could be genocidal dictator. I'm like, but what, why would I want to be genocidal dictator? And like in Assassin's Creed Odyssey, my entire goal was, I'm going to make you a happy family, whether you like it or not. <laughs> okay. Okay. Before we go on for another hour about this, yeah, uh, let's talk about new tales from the Borderlands. What's Ooh. very interesting is they actually got the developers from the original tales from the Borderlands that worked on that game. So yeah, that's pretty interesting. And it looks like it's going to be a little different from like how you see other, like how you saw that game and the other Telltale yeah. games. It looks like it's going to be a little different, but for Borderlanders fans, it does look like it's going to be a fun game to play. Oh, for sure. I yeah. like all the new characters too. They have a lot of personality, which is uh, pretty standard for the series. And you love the guns with leg. And the guns with legs. <laughs> oh my goodness. That was so cute. Okay. Meliodas, Dying Light 2 DLC. Anything you want to talk about with this? Finally, is that part of the 500 hours you promised us, Techland? Um, no, it actually, <laughs> it actually looks good. Um, it's like an arena type, and it, and it makes sense for the, the type of world they're in. It's like what set 22 years after the apocalypse. There are no more guns, so I can see like the whole gladiator type fight for your life here. It's the strongest zombie, kill his zombie. So I can yeah. see it having like a story mode to it. You beat it out, and then you go back there, and then you do like. I guess like challenges and then you probably get like probably it's like wiki challenges and do you like kill this zombie here you get like a neat weapon or something that's tied to like a community event that they've been doing recently so it looks pretty good it's paid dlc though guys it's not a free one so if you have the season pass like me you'll be okay (laughs) (laughs) okay we're not going to talk about every game here guys we're going to talk about the ones that really caught our eye and sonic frontiers Sir Meliodas, you said that it gave uh, Super Mario Odyssey vibes, and I do have to agree with that. It yes. definitely gave that vibe. The only problem with this game is its release date. They are ballsy. Sega's ballsy if they think 
yeah. they can go up against God of War Ragnarok because this is releasing November 8th. What comes out the next day? God of War Ragnarok. I should have set that anyway. up better and I'm sorry, but what are you thinking doing that? I can. I in, think it's pretty genius. In it's defense more, it's, of yeah. Sonic, uh, God of War Ragnarok is definitely a more adult player base. Mm-hmm. You're That's not going to have a bunch of like 12 or 13 year olds or you probably should not have a bunch no, of 12 you should 13 year olds um but that is a really for this game so sonic is probably going to be cashing in more on the younger audience or parents who are fans of the series that want to get their kids mm-hmm. into games and that- hey this is your first game congratulations yeah, and then the older crowd it can get that later. Probably get that yeah, yeah, for yeah. Christmas, yeah. right? I mean, I guess it could work, but I don't. I it's don't know. still pretty ballsy. It is, yeah. But it I is. think it's really good because at the end of the day, it's, it's more diehard Sonic fans than it is um, Garden War fans. So true. It, that is true. Trail. That is true because Sonic has been around longer, and especially Sonic has been actually doing very good recently from the first the first two uh, Sonic movies. Done, yeah, that's what, true. At the box office, though. Yeah, they did really good the at the box office, and people really liked them. I heard the sequel was very good. So, oh, I just, I just saw them both. I, I really enjoyed both of them very much, very much. They, they were, they were yeah. well done. I'll be honest, they were very well done. And God of War had a change of pace from the first games in the series to the last one is a that's huge true. tone shift as well so i wouldn't be surprised if they lost some fans and gained some fans so that's a good point that's a good point uh goat simulator (laughs) three it looks fun i'll be honest yeah the whole gimmick with goat simulator is is intentionally bad like the game mechanics are intentionally bad so i think after i think after the first game was funny the second game i had the second game that's okay but the third game is like you're giving me more but we're just like a different yeah, it's I total chaos, which is, I yeah, think, pretty yeah. fun. Like, I could be a jerk in Goat Simulator and not feel bad about, like, <laughs> yeah. being a jerk. Because I'm not a person in this game. I'm a goat. <laughs> Return to Monkey Island. How amazing is this that they are releasing this on International Thought like a pirate day? I September love that. 19th. I know. Yeah, uh, Return to Monkey Island. A lot of people have been waiting for a new Monkey Island game. And, yeah. The fact that they're releasing it on that day, I think is a good good thing to do. Mm-hmm. Now, let's just hope that the game is also good. But right. we're, gonna, we're just going to have to wait on that. Not too much did you see the? Did you see the, the poke that they made at um, Elder Scrolls? What was it, Oblivion about the horse armor for you? <laughs> yes, that, that was, was so funny. That, that was, was funny. so funny for them to do that. I mean, I bet uh, the... Uh, developers development squirrels Oblivion did not appreciate that, but that was funny. Right. I mean, it's been almost what what how many how many years? I think they should be laughing at this point instead of still getting mad. But yeah, that's a good point. That's a good point. Uh two more interesting games. Uh Moonbreaker from the makers of Subnautica. It's a table uh tabletop game. Actually looks pretty interesting. So they're expanding what they normally make, which I do like it when video game companies do that. So we'll see how that how that works and then friends versus friends <laughs> i love friends the title. versus friends looks very good probably the coolest game i think i think this was the coolest game lives of p mm. i talked about that oh, last yes. week i mean it, it looks it has that bloodborne feel to it kb and i just saw a game just saw his gameplay of that yeah it's got that bloodborne feel to it 
and I completely forgot this, and I'm so sorry about that. It's based off Pinocchio. I Pinocchio love it. Pinocchio shouldn't lie it. anymore. Yeah, I, I love this because I love it when video game companies take a risk. This looks so well made. This looks like people are just going to love this. And yeah, it's based off a classic story, but that's the thing with stories like this. You can put your own spin on it. I mean, we've seen a lot of different spins on classic stories like Pinocchio. So I do not have a problem with this. And don't forget, we have that uh, new movie. But I think Guillermo del Toro is directing that movie, actually. And Tom Hanks is starring in it. So, yeah, I definitely I definitely like this game. I really, I mean, I love this game. I really do. I just don't know when I'm going to pick it up, I'll be honest. I don't know when I'm going to pick it up. But, yeah, it's got that Bloodborne feel to it. Based off Pinocchio, it's got, it, it just looks so interesting to me. Since we're so talking about Bloodborne feeling, what about the Lords of the Fallen sequel that they finally announced after it had mm. been like, mm. what? It actually looks pretty good. It gave me um, Lord of the Rings type vibes. Actually, Definitely. That's good. one of the ones I'm looking forward to. Yeah. <laughs> um, maybe the most cringiest game that we saw, Rick and Morty High on Life. No. That was so cringy. Yeah, I'm I don't sorry. like it at all. I'm sorry. No, I, the guns? Okay talked way too much i'm sorry i don't like incessant chatter it's 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 to deal with family guy and i'm gonna say i love family guy but i stopped watching it because how much you only can get so much family guy until you're like okay that's enough that's yeah. gonna be the same with high on life i like rick and morty but i also stopped watching it because you can only get so much of rick and morty so you're like okay yeah that's right it. so i think that's good if i'll probably play it it might be fun but you only can get so much of of that uh hey hey rick hey morty hey rick yeah it's, it's, it's it doesn't look yeah. bad it is like they made it's a game the dia- before. it's the dialogue yeah. that's getting to me it's that dialogue it's like it's it, it's like oh man just stop talking yeah and they made a game before i forgot what it was called but it was the same thing it's like you only can get some like the jokes getting how did that how point. did that do with uh gamers and critics do you know how that did with gamers and critics? Oh, uh, I don't. I I can tell you that I forgot they made it until just yeah. now, and I don't even remember the name of the game. Yeah, that's fine. That's fine. Uh, the expense from Telltale that gave me aliens type of dead space type of um, very good vibes. I like. Yeah, it. and it looks like they are expanding what they uh, did before, and that's what they said that it's not just an interactive. Well, basically, they yeah. are interactive movies. It looks like you're doing more. Yeah, that one looked like it was more free range than you yeah. click that, and then that, it's like, oh, a little cutscene here, then it's, oh, run from this, and then click that. It looks more like more free. You can do like, like a lot more free roaming type of stuff. Yeah, and I'll be honest, I have a few Telltale games. I mean, I love uh, The Wolf Among Us, but, I mean, I do understand why people kind of die down off of those games off of games made like that yeah but yeah definitely looks like they're expanding what they would do so sounds really good i mean telltale they just came back and hopefully this game turns out to be very good uh probably the game i never thought i'd see killer clowns from outer space so really have you seen the movie yes i love the movie it's so Corny, it's good. Oh my god! I hope they stick to the to the to the roots of what made it a cult 
horror classic. I think they are in good hands. It's from the same people that made the um it's actually the same company that's actually working on the Texas Chainsaw Master game as well. But it's the same people that made the um the somewhat buggy, hilarious, choppy, good fun uh Friday the thirteenth. Yeah. That's pretty so I think they're um the technology that they have now, the more money, the more funding that they got, I think they're going to be very good with it. Again, it's killer comes from outer space. You can't go wrong with it. Even if it's buggy and terrible, you're still going to have fun. So I asked my mom what she felt about this because she has seen the movie and she says, weird, just weird. We got another look at Gotham Knights and I will admit every time I see this game after the initial demo, it does look like it's getting better, but I still have my doubts about the game. I still have it feels my like doubts they're about doing it. too much. There's too many plot lines, it looks like. And they just moved up the release date. They just yeah. delayed it and then they moved it back up. What the heck are you doing? Are you rushing I mean, the game out? What are you doing? Right. Like, that's not a good look. No. They either. better consider even, because what, Sancho delayed that game, what, six, seven months and look at it now? So uh, I think it's going to be okay. I'm not going to buy it day one because I'm glad I didn't buy Saints Row day one. But um, like like KB said, I think they're trying to do too much of this villain here, that villain there, that villain there, that villain yeah. there. I think it, it should have just been one main villain. It should have just, it, it looks like like the main villains of this game are the Court of Owls. If you just made a game with the Court of Owls, I think it would have been just fine. Mm-hmm. And figure out why Batman's dead or missing, or whatever. If they would have just stuck right. to that and not try to do the Spider-Man three <laughs> terrible oh villain here, villain there. Uh, no, yeah, yeah. just just stick to one main villain. We also had Hideo Kojima show up, which of course, I mean, those two have a great bromance. I mean, <laughs> but he announced that he is going to be doing a podcast um, in English and Japanese. It is going to be on Spotify, only on Spotify. So. That'll be interesting. And then, okay, what was your reaction when you saw the car? I was like, are are we still watching Gamescom? <laughs> Technically, it Did... was a gaming car, so... Yeah. yeah. I thought it went to, like, a commercial almost. I was like, what is this? It still looks cool, though. Like, I'd buy that yeah. car. I mean, if you're, like, a diehard, 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 you got the money, diehard Pokemon fan, like, you won the lottery, buy the car. Yeah. But... No right. one's buying that car unless they have the money for it. Yeah, yeah that's the truth. That is the truth. So that's any other games that you guys want to talk about from Gamescom? Anything else? Uh, the Well, we actually already talked about where the wind meets. You want to talk about that a little more? We can. Uh, no, nah, I'm good. Okay. Okay. I well, the style we also- of it, but the gameplay, I got to get it like a more in-depth because it what when we watched it katie it was like what a five second snippet of them fighting someone then it cut back it was, to cinematics it was yeah it was mostly cinematics yeah, yeah so i gotta i gotta really see like more like more gameplay well, did we get but a release date for that game or was it just they didn't even the thing was they showed it and then they just straight up stopped they didn't tell us what yeah. system was coming on or what the release date is so we, yeah. we have okay. no idea so for gamescom what's just the opening night we also had some gameplay we already talked about liza p we also uh, uh, saw Forspoken, mm-hmm. and KB and I watched that. The combat looks so fast-paced and so yes. good. It looks, it, it looks, and the environments look great too. Oh, for sure. I mean, that those part of the games, the parts that most people say matter, look great. Yeah. Where I 
where I think they delayed it for is the cutscenes, and because there's a lot of static movement with the characters. Yes. So that's probably what they did. The dialogue is a lot better than what we saw earlier, because people were making fun of the dog of the of the dialogue, mm-hmm. because the Faye was just going, "Wait, I can do this. I can do that." And I mean, I get where people are coming from because we see yeah. a lot of uh, we see a lot of this stuff in games, but yeah, dialogue looked a lot better. But it's gameplay. no worse than Ubisoft scripted um, gameplay dialogue. I think <laughs> nothing beats that. Nothing beats that. So I think the game will be okay. Yeah, just a little polish is what this game needs, which I which it's gonna have enough time to get that. And yeah, this game it's got me hyped up again for it. Mm-hmm. It's got my hype back up. My hype never really died down; just went down a little bit. But now it's back up to where it was before. So. Yeah, and remember, this game's coming out only on the PlayStation 5. Very good. And then we also got a demo for uh, SpongeBob the Cosmic Shape. And it looks like the Battle for Bikini Bottom sequel that everybody's been waiting for. Now, KB, I know you didn't play it. Sir Miller, did you ever play Battle for Bikini Bottom? No. Okay. It is considered by a lot of people the best SpongeBob game ever made. And I played it a lot when I was a kid. I mean, it's one of my favorite PlayStation 2 games of all time. Oh my God, the game was just so much fun. And this just looks like everything we saw in Battle for Bikini Bottom was taken over to this and then they just did more. That's how you do a sequel. That's how yeah. Destiny. <coughs> Sorry. <laughs> One thing I did Speaking. forget, we got new, um, new DLC for Destiny 2 coming out as well. We forgot about that. Uh, Lightfall, it's called. That was announced before Gamescom opening night. And then they did season 22, I believe. Something like Jeez. that. But yeah, that's coming in February. And uh, look, I, I love Destiny 2. I really do. And also, uh, all of the previous expansions for Destiny 2 are now free. I think until the 30th. So until tomorrow is when, because we're recording this on the 29th. And one more thing I want to talk about we also got word on when the Game Awards is going to be. And the Game Awards is happening on December 8th. And guys, I think we know the four, four of the six games that are going to be up for Game of the Year. So we know Elden Ring is going to be up for Game of the Year. My, I mean, that has to be a given. I believe God of War Ragnarok is a given as well when it comes yeah. out. Dre, I believe, is going to be nominated because it's the best indie game of the year so far. Horizon Forbidden West for me has earned the game of the year nomination. So I wonder what else we could see for game of the year. I wonder what else. I think you covered it pretty well. Well, there's six games that can be nominated oh. for game of the year. I mean, maybe we'll see you Sonic get the Saints Row reboot. Come on now. You know that's going to be game of the year. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I think everybody's cons- I think everybody's considering this Elden Ring versus God of War Ragnarok, but I would not count out Stray or Horizon Forbidden West just yet. I wouldn't count those two games out either because the last God of War game and the last game that From Software made one game of the year. So maybe they don't go that route again. I don't know. I'm not on the committee. And they're also adding a new category to the Game Awards, which is Best Adaptation Award. So that'll be interesting to see what they do with that. But that's all we have for today. So as always, I am Diggs Gaming. I'm KB Hunting. It's been your boy, Sir Maliotis. We'll see you guys next time. Bye.